Hey guys, hope you're all doing well today. Uh, just in case you don't tune back in before the holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Yule, Happy Saturnalia, Happy Solstice, whatever tradition or custom that you guys follow. I hope you have a good one. I hope you enjoy this time. If you don't celebrate anything, I hope you still take some time for yourself um, and just relax, reflect on this last year. And yeah, let's get started for today. Um, this is going to be part two of things that I wish I had known going into this year. December is always a month of heavy reflection for me. There's a lot of benefit to looking back over the year and trying to get as much out of those lessons as you can. If you don't take the time to do that, you're going to miss out on a lot of potential for growth. But like I said in the last episode, uh, there's a lot that I learned this year that I still haven't fully articulated. And so um, it's still new to me and I'm just going to do the best that I can to pass that all along because it's still valuable information. I already talked about the value of setting boundaries, but one thing I didn't really go over was developing a balance between your emotions and your intellect. One thing that became increasingly obvious to me was that I have a bad habit of ignoring gut feelings about people. And looking back, I, I, I kind of always had to stuff those feelings down to stay away from those people. And if I had listened, I think it would have saved me a lot of stress and pain. Moving forward, I definitely intend to do better about listening to my gut feelings. But on the flip side, I also have a bad habit of letting my emotions outweigh my mind. So I mentioned before that I used to have this false belief that you should choose relationships based off of how somebody makes you feel. That if you know your heart wants to be with somebody, that you should go for it. I've come to realize what truly bad advice that is. Uh, manipulative people can make you feel all kinds of different things. You're just a game to them. They don't care about you or what you bring to the table. Um, so they have the advantage of an emotional disconnect. And sometimes mildly toxic people will play these games without realizing it. But the more experience I get in the world and the more I realize that there's there's really just a lot of truly diabolical people out there. But a lot more than people realize. And they're, they're just really good at hiding it. Now, there's definitely a skill to be learned here. There's a fine line to walk between letting somebody play with your emotions and just completely cutting yourself off from feeling so much that you can't enjoy life anymore. You don't want to do that. The objective is not to become cold-hearted. It's just to be able to, to learn how to tell when you need to take a step back and make the smart decision, even if that might feel wrong. There's definitely not a one-size-fits-all approach to this. Uh, gut feelings do have a lot of validity. And emotions are also a very important part of our lives. So learning to tell when to ignore them, it's just going to take some practice. It's not something I can 100% tell you how to do. I haven't figured it out yet, 100%. I've gotten much, much, much better. Um, I'm very proud of how much better I've gotten, but I haven't figured it out. And I think that it's just going to take practice. And it's going to take practice with anybody. What I think I figured out is that instead of trying to cut yourself off from feeling, it's more important to just learn how to get a handle on your reactions to things. So learning to delay your response is extremely powerful. If you can teach yourself to be a little bit more patient and to wait until an emotion subsides before you react, you'll find that you're able to make much, much better decisions. No, dis or no, no emotion is going to last very long. Um, even if you're really mad and you get super worked up, you can only sustain that initial intensity for so long. So maybe if somebody is trying to gaslight you, for example, and they do something that they know will make you mad just so that they can play the victim and accuse you of being, quote, an angry person, you can, you can really take all of that power away by just refusing to react. 
And if you refuse to react, it very quickly becomes obvious who they really are. And if, you know, if it's something minor that the, the person wasn't really meaning to do, and maybe they have some bad habits that they, um, but they do care about you, you know, they're going to drop it pretty fast. But if somebody is using you, um, they will get upset when you don't play along with their games. Because when you refuse to react, it, take, it, it takes away their power and it really gets under their skin. And it's very surprising if you're not expecting it to watch how quickly people spiral out of control and how upset they will get with you over nothing other than the fact that you're not playing along that you're not getting mad at them or you're not you know playing into whatever game that they're they're running so this um this was really what did it for me in my last relationship i made the decision that i was going to get serious about my self-control and within like two two or three days uh, that long-term relationship is over. I mean, it, it fell apart so quickly, just as soon as I stopped reacting to BS. Because she has somehow convinced me that I was the problem, and, you know, I I, I wasn't, so <laughs> I genuinely wanted to fix whatever it was that I was doing, and I was trying to. Uh, but when I knew beyond doubt that I wasn't doing anything wrong, it became pretty obvious what she was doing. And I've never in my life seen somebody change so quickly. I mean, I've known deceptive people. I've come across, you know some some pretty interesting characters uh, in the entertainment industry uh and i mean her not being able to get under my skin i mean she just could not handle it her true colors came out really quickly um and i i didn't even have time to catch my breath really so overnight that whole persona that whole facade everything just crumbled to pieces and i was completely shocked by that that I had been living with, you know, such a, a monster and didn't even know. And I mean, there was some normal breakup pain, but seeing her true colors really, it made it pretty easy for uh, to make up my mind to move on. But what bothered me and what still does is a simple fact that I was deceived so completely. So that's what I've been dealing with and what I'm still dealing with. It's one thing to know that there's evil people out there. It's another to realize that the person you're closest with was able to trick you so well. So for the last however long, I've been really serious about learning just absolutely everything I possibly can from that. Because I don't want to go through that experience again. I want to milk everything that I possibly can from it, get as much information as I as is possible um, to avoid going through that again. You know, make sure that I don't miss any red flags, that I don't miss any um, patterns or habits, behaviors, what what anything that I can put a finger on and say that was a warning sign or that was symptomatic of something bigger. I'm trying to just soak up as much as I can from that. So I don't want to ever go through that again, obviously, but it's more from that, or it's more than that, excuse me. I don't want to cut myself off from future relationships. I just want to make sure that I learn what I really need to be looking for. I also don't want um, all of that to have been for nothing. And even if the whole thing makes me super uncomfortable to talk about, I know that there's there's going to be somebody out there who can benefit from hearing all this. Um, it may not apply to everybody, but if I can get through to a few people, if I can help even one person out, I think it's worth it. Um, and I think it's worth me going through it too, honestly. If my mistakes and suffering can be a lesson that helps other people um, and it keeps them from going through the same thing, then that's that's all that matters, I think. So the moral of the story here is that self-control is very important. But that applies to, to anything, really. Emotions are they're a vital part of our life, but they make terrible masters. It's not something that we want to be under the control of. Being ruled by anger is not pleasant, but neither is being at the mercy of fear, sympathy, lust, laziness, hunger, comfort, or whatever else. The more mastery we can gain over ourselves, the more power we're going to have in this world. 
it lets us it lets us take a step back um, and once we do it becomes obvious just how unthinking most people are and the reason I called this episode um, the the manipulators kryptonite is that they use your emotions and impulses to their advantage. They find out what you react to unconsciously and they use that against you. And they're really good at it, but they can't they can't use it against you if you have control over yourself and how and how you respond. Even if they're outsmarting you for the moment, it won't last very long because if you're looking at things without the fog of heavy emotion that they create, you're going to see through it eventually. And like I said, it takes the majority of their power away if you if they they can't bug you. Or if at least you don't show that it bothers you or you, you wait long enough to where the decisions that you make are not reflective of whatever upset you or whatever it made you feel. You know, there's a reason why every religion and spiritual practice um, pre- preaches against indulging in any kind of gluttony, um, avarice, fear, lust, anger, and stuff like that. It's not because those things will get you sent to hell. It's because being a slave to those things creates hell in your own mind. Hell's not somewhere you go. It's somewhere that you go through. Just think of how miserable being at the mercy of these impulses makes you. They're not inherently bad things. Like, you know, you can enjoy those things um, safely. But if you don't have control over them, then you're no better than uh, an unthinking animal. You're, You're a slave to it. And you live in that constant state of reactivity and um you know manipulative people love to work with all those things but what they're really good at getting people who put um to do and to to feel their their main targets a lot of times are people who put others first Um, you know a narcissist loves that because they think that they deserve it anyway so when it actually happens they just assume that that person is basically there to serve them they can do whatever they want with them now just some parting advice. One thing that I did learn, and I'm glad I did, is that even if you are somebody who wants to help others, it's okay to let those people go down in flames if they're no good for you, if they're using you. A lot of times it's difficult to walk away just because they, they do play on your sympathy and they're, they're very good at it, like I said. And they show you how unfair life has been to them and how you leaving or not giving them what they want is going to hurt them. And it's like it plays on your sympathy. And they try to rope you into feeling bad for them, even though both of you know that they're treating you badly. And what finally clicked for me is that it's totally fine to let them burn in hell because if they don't know, or if they didn't know that what what they were doing is wrong, they wouldn't be trying to hide it from you. So they, they are completely aware of what they're doing to you. So you shouldn't feel bad for somebody that's trying to ruin your life. That's trying to use you for their own purposes. Um, if it wasn't wrong, they would be honest with you. If they're playing games and trying to hide the things they've done, that's because they, they know they have to hide those things. So when I realized this, um, I completely and immediately lost all sense of um, sympathy for anybody who has uh, taken advantage of or manipulated me over the last few years. I mean, it was like magic. It just fell away from me. And feeling bad turned into a little bit of anger, if I'm being honest, because um, that's a way of life for them. They do it to everybody, and it's not... I don't think it's okay, but... If you're struggling with letting somebody go or getting someone out of your life that has been playing on your good nature uh, and taking advantage of that, then I really hope that this is some help for you. Um, Once again, guys, I hope you have a fantastic holiday season, um, whatever tradition that you follow, and I'll be in touch soon.